This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What's up? Oh, you know how it is. Same old, same old. So, yeah, you know how we do. I like you're trying some new uh, intros, some new openings. We're doing something. We're just trying something a little bit different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never know how to start. I don't know. Got to keep do. the kids interested. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with these. What should I do with these? I'm not sure hey, what to Ryan. do with my hands. Yeah. Dorktober is over, but that means it's now Movember, and I know that's a, a pretty important month to you. You got a lot going on. It's, there's a lot going on. The good people of Movember have let me partner with them, so all of my streams that are coming at you this month um, that will be in lieu of donations and bits and subscriptions. If you click any of the links on www.twitch.tv backslash D, you'll see some graphics and some info. Click on any of those. It'll take you right to my page, so in lieu of any of that stuff, how about a donation? You know, it's a good Why cause. Not? They're, I'm not gonna they're one you. of the good charities. No, they're one of the good charities. Right. They're not like one of those like fake ones, you know. If you can check no. out all their financials at Movember.com, see how they get down. Uh, they're good people, and they've done right by me. So please help them out. Help the cause. Raise awareness for men's health. All that good stuff. It's all good. Ryan, let's get to the news. Hit it. I did not see this movie. I know you did not see this movie, but Bohemian Rhapsody is in theaters now. It was number one at the box office, made $50 million, rocking a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's funny, just on Twitter, from people that I follow or people who have been retweeting people or whatever, it seems very split. And it's like people either love it or hate it. It doesn't seem like there's too many people in between. Uh, And the problem I have with it is... um I, I tweeted out, like, just go and watch Queen's set at Live Aid 1985, and you'll yes. see what this band's all about. You don't need to spend two hours. You can just watch Freddie Mercury absolutely dominate 80,000 people in one in one go, and it's it's pretty incredible to watch. Um, my, I guess, so from the people I know who saw it, their issue with it was is um, the movie's is very suggestive of things that Freddie Mercury did but doesn't go there, hmm. if you know what I mean. I also um, guess like they kind of they bend the timeline and it's like you don't like the story is probably interesting enough on its own. Like, I don't know why you need to change certain events. So listening to Rami Malek talk about it, and I guess the people were raving about his performance, not so much about the movie, but how he yeah. did as Freddie Mercury. Um, he, from listening to him talk, he says the band and he says it like completely diplomatic, but he's like the band had a lot of input on this. Yeah. And they, I guess they were on set like constantly. So I think they might have whitewashed it a little bit. Well, so what I also heard was I forget who was talking about this, but I guess uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, who, of course, everybody thought was going to play Freddie Mercury and would have been a dead ringer for Freddie Mercury. Yeah. I guess he was on Howard Stern a while ago and he was talking about how like the band had did have a lot of input on the movie and they were talking to him about it and they. 
they were like, all right, so like they wanted to continue to they they, they thought it was a Queen movie. Like they didn't think yes. it was a Freddie Mercury movie. They thought it was right. all about Queen. So they're like, all right, and so that's when Freddie passed away. But then we got to do like you know what happened with the rest of the band. And Baron Cohen's like, well, <laughs> like, yeah. He I don't said, think so. I remember listening to that interview on Stern, and he was like, yeah, they killed Freddie Mercury, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah. Like, Sorry, guys. Freddie, Sorry, guys. Freddie Mercury yeah. dies of AIDS. Unfortunately, he but, does. Um, and I also feel yeah. like that's maybe a good spot for the movie to end. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just how it is. And like, maybe it's not fair, but usually the lead singer or maybe a really charismatic, you know, lead guitarist or something. They're sort of the leads. Sorry. That's just well, what it is. Well, now they have Adam Lambert, you know, American. Good. Idol. good. Oh, he's incredible. But like, I, no, I'm yeah, just telling you, just YouTube Queen Live Aid 1985. And it's like a seven song, six, seven song set. And mm. it's just incredible. So, so check that's that all, out. That's, that's yeah. all you need. I'll probably eventually give this a watch, but it's not a theater movie for me. No, absolutely. I'll watch it, but it's not mm. a theater movie for me either. Hey, Ryan, if you like watching things at home, there's good news because Batman the Animated Series is now finally out on Blu-ray. Yay. I'm, ex- you know, get get in on that. <laughs> Yay. You, Blu-ray. Want, who who buys that? DVDs? I don't know. I haven't bought them in a long time. I, I spent way yeah. too much money on DVDs back in the... Uh, you and I both did. We're thing. done. We've, we've yeah. outgrown DVDs. We're better than DVDs. I've moved on from DVDs. I'm an adult. I now buy Funko Pops. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Hey, Ryan. Yes. Uh, True Detective Season 3 had a trailer. Uh, the show comes out January 13th. This is one of those ones where they have a real chance here. Season one was awesome. Season two is terrible. So season three is a is a perfect tiebreaker for True Detective. And I would say that um, the first season of True Detective mm-hmm. with McConaughey and Woody Harrelson yes. might be one of my top ten single seasons of a television show. I don't I've blame you for that at all. It was very, it was very good. Very yeah. strong. I enjoyed the whole thing. Now, the ending, I think, going back to that show, it was just so good that I don't think, I don't know what the perfect ending would have been. And I, th- I remember a lot of people feeling kind of being let down a little bit because yeah. it just, it didn't have like a super powerful ending, but the show itself was, was awesome. I loved, how, they, like, I loved yeah. how it was told. I loved the whole thing. It was great. It had everything you could have wanted in an adult cable drama. It had mm-hmm. like really good action, like super suspense um it was thought provoking and wonderful nudity sure it was and i thought uh ryan if you're asking tasteful oh it was completely tasteful completely tasteful Um, my favorite kind there was intrigue yes spooky at times i thought so sure a little bit of a a bit of a seven vibe to it at times did it have any macabre uh, a little bit a little little bit bit, like uh that bayou macabre i don't know how you say well that macabre is french Macabre. Yeah, that's probably just it's, it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. Yeah. yeah, I think the. Uh, it was definitely a little scary at times, but yeah, seven's a good. It did have a seven feel to it. Yes, it did. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Ryan, uh, it chapter two is done filming, and according to uh, an interview, Bill Hader, who is in the film, says it's surprisingly emotional. Uh, I don't really know. What interesting. That means. Yeah, um, I don't know what that means either uh, because. Uh, yeah. having read, I don't want to, you know, be the guy who says having read the book. Well, but, but you, um, you're that guy. That's okay. Embrace it. I don't want to be that guy. Lean but, into you know, it a little I, bit. I'm you're leaning, not, okay. So you're not, not that guy. No, it was, the book was not that emotional. It was very creepy and very, uh, weird crass. at times. Crass. Oh, oh yeah. 
he had like kid orgies and stuff. It was really uh, not I mean, for me. I, I didn't I didn't make it up. That was just the book. No, um, it's one of the great writers of our time. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how you turn spin that into emotional, but I'm dying to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, by the way, I was doing uh, just a little bit of uh, dork research, and I was sure. looking ahead to films that are coming out in 2019. Let me mm-hmm. be the first to say it right now. 2019 is going to be better than 2018 at the cinema. Ooh. There hey. is there's all kinds of movies that you're going to want to watch. Because I was also – this is a, a bit of a, a, a brief uh, detour, but – 2018 movies, I've seen probably close to 20 that have come out this, this uh, calendar year. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Infinity War is the only six-stone movie I've seen. Ooh, not Black Panther? Nope. Hmm. Did I give that a six? I don't remember. I, I mean, I could go back and listen to what I gave it to. I, I probably uh, – I don't think I did. And, and if I did, I, I would take it back. But I think that's probably the second-best movie I've seen. Like, yeah, it's just. What? Okay, you go. You go ahead. You talk. No, I was just gonna say that was the second best. And like, obviously, for my list, it's it's really dominated by like comic book movies, like you know, Ant Man and the Wasp and Deadpool Two are like up towards the top. But those movies were all good. But I'm looking ahead to next year, and you got another Avengers, you got another Star Wars, you got movies like It Chapter Two. Like, there's a, a bunch of sequels, which I guess every year there's always sequels. But then there's you know, Glass comes out next year. Yeah, and. Uh, I forget. I was just going through it. I'm like, you know, the, the other Spider-Man, Captain Marvel. I was like, wait a minute. We got a whole, a we got a whole bunch of sheriff. Uh, I hope we live that long. I hope we live that long. I do to too. No, I'm definitely you know? rooting for everybody that listening to this is able to yeah. see some of those films next year. Absolutely. Speaking of films, Ryan, maybe you can explain this to me. Now, I have not watched The Walking Dead yet this year. Sure. But I plan on, because I've seen every other episode going into the season, I'll eventually go back and watch a bunch of them. But... This isn't even a spoiler because they've been announcing this like crazy, trying to get oh, people it's been to all watch over the news. Yeah, but Rick Grimes, uh, played by Andrew Lincoln, is done. But apparently, there's a story that he is going to star in multiple Walking Dead movies for AMC. They are just going to bleed this thing dry, aren't they? It's already dry. It's dry. They what are is just that? Like got, movies? They got both hands on it and they're just squeezing. This <sighs> this sponge of this show until it, the last drip of whatever comes out of it. I don't need a Rick Grimes movie. Thank and you I'm, very much. I'm hearing what's it? Norman Reedus is making like a million dollars an episode now. Wow, good for him. Like that's like Seinfeld money. Like that's crazy. that is that is it's like Friends. Yeah. Hey, do you think the Friends were all friends? I don't know. Yeah. Do you th- I know the Sex and the City ladies did not get along very well. Oh, that Kim really? Cattrall. That was Kim it that Cattrall Cynthia was a, Nixon? No. No, Kim it was that Kim, Kim Cattrall was a bit of a troublemaker. You know, she the, has... The woman from Police Academy? And she... And yeah, she was in Police okay. Academy, the original Police Academy. And then right. she went on to have booming success with a little movie called Mannequin. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Uh, no, Andrew. I missed that. Oh. That one slipped through the cracks. Oh, what a wonderful film. Yeah. In nice. which she is the mannequin. Now, let me ask you this. Tasteful? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's nothing about that movie that's tasteful. <laughs> That movie is a completely in bad taste. All right. Well, except Ryan, that's for the a- song. Except for the song, nothing's going to stop us now by Starship. They of the we built this city fame. Ah uh, yes. Ah so, uh, yes. The band that was once Jefferson Airplane, which is a very big psychedelic band in the '60s, went mm-hmm. on to make We Built This City and Nothing's Going to Stop Us Now. Two terrible eighty songs. Do they do the song uh, White Rabbit? Yes, they do. So that's yeah. the same band. Can you believe that? I, I like that song though. And, that's and I'm been, not into the psychedelics. I don't want to be, uh, you know, a prude, but oh, no. I'm not really a psychedelic kind of guy. 
Well, this has been Davey's 80s Music Minute. And that's the way the news goes. Ryan, let's get to the uh, let's get to your news. Let's get to the real stuff. It's time for Davy's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. Alright, Ryan, what do you have now? We get some we get some odds and ends here a little bit. Good. Um so uh, Overwatch news, Richard. Our season is complete. We you and I are very disappointed at our standing last season, so we need to Ugh. kind of pick up. Um, and one of the ways I plan on doing that is they've introduced a new character. Richard. Oh, I saw her. She looks quite lovely. And a um, little uh, peek behind the curtain tonight on uh, twitch.tv backslash Arvon D. We're going to be doing a little uh, preview of Ash, the new Good. character. She's like I a like female McCree. Yes. Um, and she has her ultimate. Is she has a, a butler um, named Bob who you shoot at people and he has uh, <laughs> machine gun fists. So it's, it looks uh, a little it's, bit like uh, Gun Jack. He does a little bit look like Gun Jack with a little uh, handlebar mustache, so that's so that's fun. Yeah, maybe that um, was P Jack. Yeah, who who knows? Who at this point? And the other bit of news I have: so um, there was a bit of a, a controversy, a, a, a Is that controversy, right? yeah, at right. BlizzCon. So the people at Blizzard were teasing this uh, new Diablo title, which people love their Diablo. I play Diablo; I love it. I think it's great. Um, and they're like. They're pumping this big thing, and people were just assuming that they're going to port it to Twitch. I mean, uh, the Switch, which is great. So now you can play Diablo on Switch, and they did that. And they're like, "All right, here's the new title." And people are like leaning in, and they're like, "It's a mobile game." And everyone mm. was like, "What? No, like pass. what? You brought us all the way out to the convention <laughs> to to like your big thing is like you're a mobile game." Rough. So people were pretty upset with that. So. Not great. Um, oh, Ryan, I also... He, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have that little bit of Fortnite news that came out today? Oh, that they all had the NFL jerseys and stuff? Yeah, they're teaming up with the NFL. That made big yeah. uh, big news in the old sports world. People were the old sports all, world. So all a flutter about that it, as well. Yeah, if you were checking out Ninja's stream, who is a big uh, uh, Detroit Lions fan. Um, there you go. He was, uh, he was sporting some Detroit Lions stuff. And I guess you can... The big thing is you can change the number on the jersey. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. So, you have a bunch of 69s running around out yeah, there. Yeah, you can go uh, 24. You can tie law. You can tie yeah. law. Or you can go, if, maybe Ninja's going to go 84 for uh, Herman Moore. Maybe. Who's a n- nice receiver. Maybe. Um, so there's that. And the, the last bit of news I have is the, the big Nintendo. We don't give Nintendo people enough love on, on this no, podcast, that's true. I'm aware. That's, a good, that's um, a good point. So they did have a big announcement with uh, the new Smash Brothers title, which is touting 74 characters. Jesus, which what is, is this, Infinity which is War? a lot. It's a lot. Um, there's a story mode now, I guess, that features Kirby. Fan oh, I heard Kirby. that. Yeah, didn't Kirby, wasn't um, Kirby the only guy who didn't die? Yeah, he's the only guy who didn't die. And he's also, uh, he's basically, if you talk to anybody who plays Smash Brothers, he is like the odd job of Smash Brothers. Right, yeah, it's like bullshit. If you use Kirby, you're cheating. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, and uh, so some of the characters there, including now, I guess Ken from Street Fighter is in there. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of the Pokemans. I know you like the Pokemans. Sure, who doesn't? My nephews are all about it. All about the Pokemans. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. This game might be fun. It's a little bit of a button masher. I never really got into Smash only because we were such big Tekken guys, and it seemed right. kind of silly to me. Yeah. Um, but there are people who still play. Like on, People love it. Yeah. They love it, and they still play the one on, uh, what's it? The must be the Wii or the Wii U. And uh, yeah, or even think, like yeah. the, uh, what's the other one? The Cube there. The DreamCube. The Cube. Just the what Cube, yeah. It? Nintendo Cube. The, uh, it, no, it was called something else. I don't else, know. But GameCube? Yeah, the GameCube. So the people GameCube. still play on that. There's like competitive mm. tournaments and they play the GameCube one. Ice Cube? Uh, no, Ice-T. Oh, yeah. Cop Ice-T and Coco. 
Cop yeah, Cop. You got it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. So yeah, no doubt. So that's it. So that's Davy's video game in it for this week. A little slow, slow in the news this week, but we got our Overwatch news. We got our Fortnite news. What else? You, what do you want from me? I don't know. That's good. I thought it was a great job. Get off was, my back. Thought, no, no one's on your back. You're good. All good. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? What? Ryan? No, the, I'm sorry. Was it? Oh, it's just the topic of the day. Oh, right. t- okay. Today, yeah. Ryan, it is Daredevil season three, the thirteen episode season on Netflix. This was uh, Marvel Netflix's first ever show, and the way things are going, it could be their last. Not because this wasn't a good season, we'll get to that, but just because they're axing everything else. So we don't know the future yet of this show. At least uh, at the time that we're recording this, we don't, right? Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. And the, peop- the big speculation is that they're ending all of these contracts so Marvel can take all of these things for their own streaming service. I know. Or like the Disney streaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that... So who knows? Maybe you'll see these characters again. But let's just, let's let's focus on the season itself, and we will do as we always do: begin spoiler free. So if you've not gotten around to watching all thirteen episodes yet, uh, this is the spoiler free portion. Ryan, let me ask you this: Did you like it? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I feel very similar. Oh I mean, yes. I, you know what? I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You know, life's too short, Ryan. I loved this season. Did you love it? Loved it. Did you love it? Um. Ooh. I liked it, liked it. Ooh, hesitation. I liked it, liked it. I didn't love it. Ah, I but lo- it was like I, a, yeah, it was like a, this has potential to love kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. And you I'll know? tell you what, if you're a fan of Daredevil comics, and really, to me, there's the big three as it relates to right. Daredevil comics. There's the two by Frank Miller, Born Again, and The Man Without Fear. And then there's also the Jeff Loeb kind of one-off uh, Daredevil Yellow. So if you yes. have read those three, specifically for this season, if you have read Born Again and you liked it, th- I mean, this is... This is as, exactly what that story is. And by the way, you yeah. named four. You said there were three big ones. You named four. No, I didn't. You said the two the two by... Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Born and then, Again. And yeah. then The Man Without Fear. That's four. No, Frank Miller did those two. I know, but you said that there's a big... Forget it. You forget son it. of a I'm, bitch. I'm, you son I'm, of a bitch. Don't <laughs> slow me down right now. I said I said the two by Frank Miller, and then I named the two by Frank Miller, and then I said uh, yellow. Those, that's okay. three books. All right, fine. I'm three just, books. I'm just, Three's I, the number. Just, I'm just giving you the business. We yeah, that's a little early for that. Yeah, we're, we, we like to keep a loose clubhouse yeah, here. Yeah, loose clubhouse. Right, what did you think of the... Uh, well, I guess the story kind of was born again, so obviously the story was good. Oh, but was what awesome. about What about the, uh, the action and the fights, which, again, Daredevil... Going back to season one, even season two, has had some of the best comic book movie or TV show action fight scenes I think we've ever seen. And I think they continued it in this season. And what the magic is, they always do one every season that's incredible. And this one is like, it doesn't miss a beat. The the big one, you'll know it exactly when you see it. Um, And this isn't a spoiler because if you've watched the last two, you know, it's always uh, one shot. Oh, my God. The camera never stops. It was intense. Like, I was, like, getting worked up watching it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is – and then it just kept going. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, this yeah. – it was just – and it's violent as shit, too. And, and you it's, know what I, I love yeah. about those fight scenes is he um, – in the big ones like that, like, he always has to, like, take a break. He like, takes a break and all the, he also takes a fucking beating. Oh, yeah. Like, he gets his ass kicked. And that's what's so great about Daredevil and also, like, anytime – there's a like a young Batman version where he's not like completely dominant yet and like not the you know yeah, sure. doesn't are they because they're both human like I know Daredevil has you know he just all of his senses are super heightened and right. but like 
they're human, and so like they fight, and it's not like they don't just wipe the floor with guys. Like they like, get it, the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, and it happened to when the first time you saw the Punisher too, when he did his uh, his prison oh my fight. God. Yes. Oh my God, that was he got that smoked. was incredible. He got like oh, stabbed a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he did not do well. Like he no. he would have lost on points if it wasn't for <laughs> you know, the knockout the at knockout. the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needed it. Need the knockout here. This, yeah. The times against him. Uh, then the other thing we usually look at when we talk about uh, movies or TV shows is the comedy, and there really wasn't any, I didn't think, right? No, and I think there are certain characters in any cinematic, like uh, comic book universe, that aren't really funny. Like, you know, um, like Batman, for instance, is just, yeah. you can't make a funny Batman like anymore. Right, he shouldn't be. Like like George Clooney like will try it, but it's like, that's not, yeah, don't, that do, don't do that, don't do that. Like, and yeah, Spider-Man's, Daredevil's not. But, yeah, and like Spider Man's kind of funny. Like Iron Man, like has his moments oh, yeah. where he's like charming and funny, and like Daredevil is just not funny at all. No, he's not. And I think, I don't know. Like, do they want Foggy to be funny? Because he's not really either he, at all. Oh, we'll get into he that. Sucked. We'll get we'll, we'll get about, to him. Yeah, let's talk about. We get a lot of to, to, to unpack with Foggy. So, uh, how does this fit within the MCU? I'm, I'm just kidding, Ryan. This is. It's a Netflix show, so they don't give a shit. The movies but don't I, care. The shows don't care. It doesn't I matter. I feel like they did a little bit better, though, because um, there were things they kind of mentioned by name. There were things that they, right? No, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it in spoilers. Yeah. Like, I just think, whatever. It's not. We can get to more of that. As far as the Netflix universe, it picks up on stuff, you know, and again, we can get into that a little bit, too. Um, we'll see where it goes. I guess... The, the next thing would be, is this the best Daredevil season? Oof. Uh, that's, that's actually kind of tough. That's a, I didn't expect you to ask me that question. We do the hard-hitting questions here on Hashtag Dork. That's what we're known for. My gut says no. I'm like, like Roy Firestone fir- over here. You are. I like the first season still. Um, yeah. I just thought that was so good. But this is, I mean, once, Daredevil 1, 2, and 3 are incredible. So, so admittedly, yeah, like yeah. recency bias, I'm putting it number one. Now, yeah. that could change in like a week or two or maybe if I go back and watch some of the other ones. So this is how I, there's been 11 seasons of Marvel Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. And this is how this is what my order is. And I know we sort of did this a little bit with Iron Fist and Luke Cage. But this is what my order is right now. I'm saying this right now. Daredevil season three, the best. It was the best one. Jessica Jones season one to me is number two. Then Daredevil season two, then Daredevil season one, then The Punisher. That's my top five. Yep. Then I have Iron Fist season two. I liked a lot. Then The Defenders. Then I'll go Luke Cage one, Luke Cage two, Jessica Jones two, and then Iron Fist one is still the worst for me. I agree that Iron Fist one is still the worst. So the only thing I would do, my list is the top five is the top five. For yes, me, like without without question, and then you can question. jumble them around if you want. And you can, you, I was just say, you could, those are interchangeable. Like that is like the top tier, um, yeah, of those. And I liked Luke Cage season one slightly more than you did. Yeah, um, so I might put that ahead of the Defenders. Yep. Um, but that. other than other than that, um, we're we're pretty spot on. There, I mean, but that's the thing is like this show has been so good. Like the worst Daredevil season is at worst the fourth best of like you know what i mean like it's oh, just yeah. but it's just so good and like you really i i really want to see another season of it but we'll, we'll see what happens with that i also think that so charlie cox who has played daredevil in all three of these seasons and he was in the defenders as well he is exactly 
what I would want Daredevil to be. Like, I think he is he is perfect at it. And if you look He's at great. all of the MCU casting, like TV and movies, like I know Robert Downey Jr. has really become Iron Man and Iron Man has become Robert Downey, like kind of vice versa. But like if you see Robert Downey in something, I don't say, oh, look, it's Iron Man. No, you say no. that's Robert Downey Jr. Right. Whereas like if Charlie Cox is in anything ever again, like that's Dare, as he's Daredevil to me. Well, I think they do a good enough job. He covers his face enough where that might not happen. Um, but again, oh, like, like he might be able to pull off somebody else. But like even the yeah. way he talks, though, like the way he is, like he's part like size wise, like his cadence, like everything about him. Like this guy, it was perfect casting. And there's and even a story. Like- yeah, like the boxer stance, like when he fights, because he's a boxer. So, like, he has, right. like, that boxer stance, which is, right. you know, is dead on. And it's got to be really tough to play blind when you're not. Well, that and that's the thing that's incredible. Like, if you watch him interact with people and, like, his glasses are off, like, he never looks people in the eye. No, it's got to be really it's, tough. It's really hard to do. I mean, like, when so yeah. you're taught, you know, you look people in the eye, but he, you can tell he, like, leans his head in and kind of tilts his head so he's, like, listening. But he's not, he's, like, yeah, looking, like, like over the shoulder. He clearly did a lot of research on that. Like yeah. he definitely like he pulls it off really well. He spent some time with some some blind people. He had I to think have. he did. I think that he did. Also, there was a story a while ago. I think it was it might have been the Han Solo movie that he auditioned for, and he was saying that he was so into being Daredevil that he had like the worst audition ever because like he couldn't even turn it off. Like he was still probably acting like Daredevil, and they were like, "The hell is this? Like, yeah, what are you doing? Huh? Like, you can and so they're like waving their hands in front of his face. Like, we're, you like, know, we're here, right? What are you? What are you doing? What is wrong with you? <laughs> but I think he's one of the. I think he's one of the best cast heroes. I think he does such a good job, like out of everybody. Like, and there's. But now, between all the movies, there's a zillion of them. And I would put him in the top five. Like, if you're talking about, like, casting, like, from reading a comic book and then putting the guy on, sc- on screen. Like, I, I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, the villain this season, and, and uh, we'll get into more of it in spoilers and all the different ones, but everybody knows just from the previews that, that Kingpin was back. And I know I was in the minority, but I was not wild about Kingpin in the first season. I know a lot of people liked him. I just thought it was too much. Like some of the monologues, I thought it was overacting. But mm-hmm. I thought he was great in this well, in this season. And what's great is that you get to see because Kingpin in you get to see him kind of come up in Daredevil one. Like he's not Wilson Fisk, the Wilson mm-hmm. Fisk, the Kingpin yet. Kind of like mm-hmm. he's very well off. He's very wealthy, but he's not Kingpin. He's not like in charge. Yeah, he's not like this. Right. And you see kind of in this season how he does that. And he yeah. is slick. Like, it oh, my is, God. Yeah. Yeah. And smart. And he's, like dressed, you know, he's wearing the suits. He's wearing like yeah. the suits from the comics, like the like mm-hmm. the white suits all the time. Like he looks he looks legit. And he's I mean, he is well cast. Like he kind of grew on me. Like the first season again, I was like, it's a lot of them. Season two. I liked it because he wasn't in it a ton, but they used him enough. And I'm like, all right, this is this is good. And then they went back to it, and you're like, man, again, you talk about villains in the MCU? Yeah. God, he's he's got to be in the top, top – is he in the top five? He's, yeah. I mean, he's he's Marvel's Lex Luthor. Yeah, he is. And, like, he – you would love, love to see him involved with Spider-Man at some point. Would oh, love yeah. it. Love it. He even made a comment. It was funny. Somebody – probably somebody like me who is so upset with, like, the Netflix and the movies – trying to sell you a bill of goods like they're all in the same universe even though they're not and somebody tweeted at vincent d'onofrio and he's a pretty active tweeter by the way if you follow him yeah and and he'll respond to people all the time and somebody said like oh what a shame that we'll never see vincent d'onofrio's kingpin like in the mcu 
and I forget what his exact quote was, but he retweeted it and he was just like, like, why would you say that? Or like, yeah, like I wouldn't give up on that. Or like he, yeah. he basically like opening the door to it and he might just be messing with us. He probably is, but he I was like, is. Oh, hello. And he, and he, hello. I can tell he probably wants to. Yes. That, that makes the bridge. Now it's real. You know what I mean? Like that's right. like one of you those things like that. now you, we've, we've, uh, we've uncorked that bottle and we can't, you know what I mean? So now you can't, oh, yeah. now everything's connected. So like Thanos and Killmonger, I, I would just say Purple Man, going back to Jessica Jones, and then Michael Keaton's Vulture. Like those are the ones that jump out to me. I, like early on Loki, I get a little much with Loki. but Don't by, sleep on Zemo. Zemo's not dead. Yeah, but is he one of the five best villains, you think? I like Zemo. All right, you like Zemo. Yeah. Well, they never call him Baron Zemo, which is a, they don't, which is a, a shame. real shame. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, Kingpin was great this season, and so we'll, we'll get to more of the characters, full character breakdown coming up. But first, Ryan, your hashtag dork score for Daredevil Season 3. Five and a half. Rock hard. I'm going six right now. I'm going six. I am. I'm going six. You're going Woo! six. Going six. I would have had a six, but there's. Uh, we'll talk about it in spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Anything else non-spoiler? I mean, obviously, we both highly recommend it. And, you know, if, if you like any of these Netflix shows, watch this one. And, the, oh, the question, like, the, if you miss Luke Cage or Iron Fist, does not matter at Doesn't all. Matter. Like, just None watch. of them matter. None of them matter. You know, the first two Daredevils obviously help to know Daredevil. And maybe even, obviously, like, what happens at the end of Defenders. But still, yeah. like, e- even if you could pick it up like you don't you need can, to waste yeah. time on that I, like, you don't want I, to. I kind of forgot what happened to him at the end of defenders and i picked it up in like five minutes like oh, oh okay. yeah like right um, away like oh there there's i think he mentions jessica jones once um by name yes yeah he does that's about um, it. that's about it which is good and then uh other than that uh you, if you could skip all of the other series but yeah. watch daredevil all right let's get to spoilers spoilers Spoilers! Spoilers! Here come the spoilers! All right, right, here we go. Uh, the first thing, and, and this maybe could have been non-spoiler, but I just wanted to throw this out there because I, as I was watching the Daredevil uh, this season, but then thinking back on the other seasons and just his origin story, because obviously we learn a lot about his mother in this mm-hmm. season, and we already knew about his father and just the whole idea of where he comes from. And I was putting it up there because you have to rank everything. That's really what you have to do. That's what we have to do these days. I have a hard time saying anything is better than anything that Batman does or is or was. But the Daredevil origin story, I think, is as good as the Batman origin story. And the way they presented it in this series specifically was fascinating. Like They they, they changed things a little bit from... um, Born again. They changed it just a little bit. And mm-hmm. there's one thing we'll get into in a little bit um, when talking about Maggie um, mm-hmm. that I really, really liked. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But those little changes to make it a little bit more modern, a little bit more edgy, I thought were fantastic choices. Because Batman, obviously, very straightforward. He is insanely wealthy, living in Gotham City, where you have all just the biggest city in the world. And, and, his parents are insanely wealthy. He's a kid. They get gunned down in front of him. Boom. Like, mm-hmm. g- unbelievable story. Like, great start. And you can see why he becomes the way that he is. And there you go. This, the Daredevil story is, so his mom is a nun and yes. then is kind of lured away from that. She falls in love with a boxer. 
then they have a kid and then she just can't handle it. Like some right. women, unfortunately, that happens to them. She can't handle it, freaks out, ends up going back to being a nun. So mm-hmm. now his dad is a single dad, still a boxer. And, you know, we, you've all seen this play out, but he was supposed to, you know, throw a fight, didn't want to throw a fight, ends up getting killed. So same idea where it's, you know, a kid on his own and where he's going from. But the idea, you know, Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Matt Murdock is not. At all, right? At and he's, you know, and his yeah. dad was a, was a struggling boxer and a single dad. And then later on, you know, in Born Again and in, and in this season, he finds out that his, that his mom actually kind of helped raise him, but he never knew that it was her. Like, it was just, I think it's great. I was like, holy shit, like this guy. And if it wasn't for Frank Miller, this season or this show would never exist. Like, and he's the one who created, like, Stan Lee created Daredevil. So thank you, Stan mm-hmm. Lee. Thank but you, But then Stan it was Lee. Frank, it was, it was, we could say that about most characters. But then it was Frank Miller's stuff that put him, like, made Daredevil cool. And isn't that, like, you could say the same thing. I put Frank Miller in the same breath as, like, Alan Moore. as like, these, like, prolific yes. comic book graphic novel writers. Um, and while, like you said, the credit to Stan Lee and uh, I forget who else created Daredevil, but um, it's really... This iteration of Daredevil is Frank Miller's character. Um, yep, absolutely. And and it's fascinating. Like, and I think about what you were saying is like Batman versus Daredevil's origin story. Like, what would happen to Batman if you found out like after all this time, like his mom was alive? Like that would like break him psychologically, right? So right. much of then he'd be is, like, is, is he even motivated to do what he's doing anymore? Right, because th- then you don't have a reason to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas a Daredevil, like, and one of the things that I really like about the Miller stuff. Um, is it plays with um, Matt Murdock being like a devout Catholic. And yeah, it's very religious. It's like one of the more religious books, like just like in Marvel. And while it means a lot to him, like these are the people, the church people who grew up and teaching him about God and teaching and taking him to church. They're the people lying to him mm. his whole life. So that's while it's not crazy. great. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's a crazy. fantastic layer. That yeah. these people are like, and um, I think Maggie says it to him at one point, like, no matter what, like, you're still human. Right. Like, you're not a superhero. Like, you're human. Um, and that, and I think it was great because, like, everybody is in this story. Like, everybody right. kind of sucks in this story. And that's why, like, I, you know, and it's funny because, like, I, obviously I love comic books. I love superheroes. But I really am drawn more towards the humans. Like, Punisher and Green Arrow and Batman and Daredevil, like those have always been my more favorites. Like there's always there's room for, you know, like the Deadpools and Wolverines and like some of the like the crazy guys, like Iceman even. But it's it's the real characters, and that's what Netflix is perfect for. Like, you know, save Thor and Hulk for the big screen. You know what right. I mean? Like put those guys there and like let's do a Doctor Strange movie and let's get crazy. But if you're gonna do like these street level characters, it's it's perfect, and that's yeah. why, yeah, this is just so good. And, I, again, just going going back on some of the origin stuff, but without, like, redoing it, you know, because they already sort of let you know. Like, we saw young Matt Murdock in season one, right? Like, we saw him. Actually, I think it's the kid mm-hmm. from Ozark, actually. Yes. But So we see some of that, but this is like, here's something you didn't know about it. Now, if you read the comics, when they reveal in episode eight that Maggie is his mother, you weren't surprised. Like, I was not. No, I mean, at the end of season two, when they said, go get Maggie, I was like, and you and I were like, oh, we both said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, hopefully we didn't spoil that on the podcast when we did it yeah. at the time. But like we sort of knew it. But so I, what I liked about it was 
they waited a while to reveal, but like that wasn't like the shock ending or anything. Like, cause en- enough people watching would have been like, yeah, we know. Like, so like you couldn't have ended the season on like, this is your mom. We're like, yeah. okay. So they did it in episode eight and then it allowed you what? Five more episodes to sort of see what their relationship was going to be like at the end. And it was, it was, it was great to see for, for us, for those of us in the know, it was great to see like, how are they going to tell him and when, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it was he, crazy too. Cause like, so he overhears her and then he and her end up having the conversation with other people before they have it with each other. Yes. Which is I'm bad. Like, was, yeah. That's not, that's not how you yeah. want to do it. But anyway, I thought Maggie, by the way, was great. Like I thought she was a great actress. I thought she was mm-hmm. really well done. You know, kind of like got like a toughness to her too. But like, and, there's always that like that Irish Catholic mom who like we we grew up with. That you know, you, <laughs> yeah. you get that that vibe from her for sure. Hmm. Hmm. What about some of the best stuff? I mean, I thought that was I thought a lot of the origin story stuff was some of the best stuff. But now the fight scene that you said that just jumped out to you. Yeah, the one in the prison, which was just. I think it was episode he, four. Yeah. Yeah. And he pretends to be, he steals Foggy's credentials. And Matt, uh, Daredevil, Matt Murdock is on this like completely self destructive path. Like, it, holy it's smokes. Bad. Um, and it's part like subconsciously, I think he was, you know, trying to kill himself at this point in the show. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Actually, at one point, he pretty much was just telling the guy, like, because he was. Just kill me. Yeah. That was also pretty nuts, too. So he's. He's recovering from what happens at the end of the Defenders, where mm-hmm. most people think he's dead. Like they even kind of reference it. I think in Iron Fist or one of the previous shows they mention it. You know, Foggy and Karen aren't sure, but you know they haven't really given up. They're still paying his rent and everything else, but they're not really sure. So anyway, as he's recovering, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go like try to stop crime," but he's like, "You can't hear anything." And like, so if all of his senses <laughs> yeah. aren't locked up, like he's still blind, so he's just like a mess out there. Yeah. And then so like one guy starts beating the shit out of him, and then he basically like asked him to kill him, but then like the cops came or something, and, like they ran away. But yeah, like and, he was he wanted to die. And again, you know, growing up Catholic, you know, there's that thing where like you just don't do that, like you can't kill <laughs> right. yourself, right? Um, but. You know, if someone else does it for you, then you're kind of off the hook. There's like that loophole. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I messed think, up, but true. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, I think that's where his mind was. And I think mm-hmm. that's that was one of the greatest parts that the fact that every one of the characters was flawed. Like every one of the characters, like, was, forgive the language of garbage, but like kind of fucked up. And like, that oh, was yeah. a, that was great to me. Yeah, no, that, that was that was really good. I also, so that. That fight, though, but like you were saying, going back to oh, it was oh, sorry, as, I completely lost the original point. No, 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 that but that's fine. Awesome. But that was <laughs> as good of a fight in Netflix uh, I think as we've seen. Yeah, like that he, was like one where you're like, oh, and, and, it, and it goes on forever too. And you're kind of you're like moving in your seat watching it. You're like, oh my god, like he's just getting the shit kicked out of him. Like more guys keep coming. It's all hallways. It's basically hallways. Yeah. You don't want to be in hallways or stair stairwells. With no, just tight. And and I, what's it like? It's like twenty minutes. Like it's long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. Another one of the fight scenes, him and well, a couple of times, him and Bullseye. Once those guys get after each other, and it's yep. just pretty badass seeing you got Bullseye now, wearing the Daredevil costume. Oh, by the way, one of the best parts of this whole season, Daredevil's look. Holy yeah. shit, was that awesome! So he's got the, the old tie school. Ropes. Yeah, yeah. The, the Muay Thai ropes around his arms is incredible. Like 
I, first, because he was that was the outfit that he used in season one. So it's like yes. the old school ones, all black, got like the thing over his face, and then it kind of like a little like what would you call it, like a tail in the back or however. Like, well, I thought it was interesting that he he created that again out of nuns' habits, like nun clothes in the laundry. Oh, it's not. It's crazy. Like just with a nice little wrinkle right there, you know. But then I like it because there's just the all black alone. I'm like, mm, fine. But then when he puts the ropes on his on his fists and wrists yeah. and forearms i'm like this guy looks fucking awesome By like way, I, that, lo- I love that look i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out next year yeah great halloween costume that is that'd be a great that's cheap too that's amazing little, oh black cloth by the way see through little ropes you know by the way uh the haunting of hill house which i think we should do an episode on next yeah. week uh this isn't like a major spoiler but one of the kids in it Went as Daredevil for, on Halloween. Remember that? No, not oh, the yes, kid. Not yeah, the kid from Hill House. But like when the kids are older. Yes, the, the, I do. The, the, I remember like, now. Like Cheryl's son. And there's yeah. like it's funny because it happens twice. There's like one conversation where the kids like I want to be Daredevil for Halloween, and they're like trying to tell him to be something else. And then like a few episodes <laughs> later, they're going trick or treating, and he's wearing the all black like Daredevil outfit. I'm like yeah. nice. Pretty good, well, Netflix. Funny. Yeah, they buy him like the thing, like a blank mask. Like it's fun to create it, and he's like, no, it's not. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, I just want to wear this. Yeah. But yeah, that looked good. And then Bullseye, you know, never wearing like the, the ridiculous Bullseye suit from the comics. So heard, He's just rocking they, the Daredevil. They couldn't call him Bullseye because of the Fox X-Men thing. Because technically. Oh, no, no. Technically. No. Bu- yeah. Technically, isn't Bullseye a mutant? Oh, God. Yeah, he might be. But I think that's why they never actually said the name Bullseye. And never oh, that's had him a in pain costume. in the asshole. Come on. Yeah. Did they never? I, mean, I know they called him Dex the whole time. But they like, never did no, call him Bullseye. You know what, though? It, it huh. was better. It was better. No, it was fine. And it was good. Because like, just like Daredevil, like he never wore his costume in season one or in season three. He never really wore like, right. the real costume. So like that's fine. You don't need to call him Bullseye. Now, they do the thing at the very end. We can get to the ending scene later on. But like they, they show his eye. And it looks like mm-hmm. a little, little Bullseye there. But yeah, I just thought, I thought the outfits were... Were one of the best parts, and I also like, I like shows, especially if you're gonna do 13 episodes. It can't be just one villain. I mean, I guess it can be if the one villain's strong enough, like Jessica Jones season one. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you have you have Kingpin, like boom, Daredevil, Kingpin, good. But then Bullseye and how he goes from being in the FBI, then you learn about his backstory, and Oof. then like he's now launched into being a bad guy. Like that was pretty sweet. And I thought the best part about that was like Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, like grooming him for that. Like he did that to him on purpose. You know what I mean? Oh my like, god, that like, was awesome. So well orchestrated. Like he was. And it was like a slow the puppet simmer. master. Yeah. yeah, and you could see it coming. Like you knew what he was doing. He had his file. He had his tapes. He was, you know, and he knew exactly how to play it. Like I thought yeah. that was brilliant. Well, he even said there's a quote at one point early on, like see, episode five, maybe six, where Kingpin says. The city needs a new villain. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah. And so does the MCU. And now you've just created one. And he's he's a badass. He was good. Like the whole time I thought he was a good actor. Then like could kind of play like the crazy, but then like the super determined. Like he was like able to turn yeah. it on and off. Like he was mm-hmm. he was really good. And I thought like the whole thing with like ricochet, like he fought with everything. Like anything he could get his hands on, like he could kill somebody with. Everything and they showed it. Yeah, they did a good job without making it like cartoony. Yeah, you know, because that's sort of a weird character, like a guy that can just you know hit everything. But I also do like these characters, like you know Hawkeye, Green Arrow, 
dead shot mm-hmm. bullseye. Like what a cool like uh, ability that is. And it was so oh. funny. Like I had like this really visceral where like I had like was like squirming in my seat. Um, yeah. when they had the, the scene with him, like he had like the baseball glove, like he was dealing with the coach and the coach like took him out of the game, like pitching like, Oh yeah. When they were showing like, the flashbacks in we like all saw yeah. kids do that, like, you know, like playing on baseball teams, like growing up, you saw that kid like do that, like freak out for like being taken out of a game. Oh, I thought you, you meant know? throw the ball off no, of the no, thing no, and hit their no, coach. No, no. I'm like, I, I not my little league. <laughs> no, but like, you know, everyone knows that kid. That oh yeah, oh like yeah, just had like a meltdown. Like yeah. you needed to finish the game. You're like, bro, just get out of the game. Just get out of the game. It's fine. Like everyone has to play. He's like, no, you know, you like throw yeah. shit and like just goes bananas. Like everyone knows that kid. You know? Well, and, uh, yeah. No, you're true. And, you're right. And that was that was well done. But just and the whole idea of Bullseye having these tapes and then Kingpin and Daredevil getting to hear the tapes. So now they like they know what yeah. buttons to push with them. Like that oh, yeah. was. That was really good. Another little baseball scene, which I found kind of interesting. I don't know if they intended it to be this way, but <laughs> like I thought of it as like another way why he's a villain. So Dex is talking with uh, Ray Nadim's son, and yeah. his son's probably like 10, 9, 10. Like he's, he's pretty young, and Dex is teaching him how to throw a curveball. And yeah. <laughs> most people wouldn't think that's a big deal. But for me, I'm like, eh, that's kind of a decision that like the father makes. Cause it can fuck up your elbow. Like yeah. you're not really supposed to throw them when you're too young. So I'm like him, like as simple as that. I was like, that's a nice little detail. That's yeah. And like, you always heard that like growing up playing little league, like you can't throw too many curveballs. Like it'll like, it puts too much strain on your ulnar yeah. nerve. Like I don't think I threw a curveball. I don't think I threw a curveball till like, Middle school, like well, I, I it, definitely in, in in little league, I just threw gas. That was it. I don't think they're allowed. I don't think you can in little league. Now. Really? I don't think you're. Yeah, in like your first couple of years, like little league, I don't think you're allowed to throw curveballs. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not good for you. But he was no. he was teaching him how to do it, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, obviously that that scene where they go to the the Bolton and yes, he shows. But like, what a cool idea too. Like of just having. So Kingpin obviously hates Daredevil. So then he has uh, Bullseye dress up as Daredevil and then make sure that he says hello to Karen. So it's like everybody thinks that it's really him. Like that's, that's yeah. pretty smart. And like, again, like he's throwing like office supplies at people and killing them. Like he's throwing like pens and pencils. everything he's, you know, Anything goes. Yeah. Also, they do a good job of once again, bringing back Melvin Potter, who we've seen previously in Daredevil seasons. And mm-hmm. He eventually becomes the gladiator, and there's more like a gladiator stuff in his shop again, but he's not there yet. So you got to wonder if they make another season, if he is going to be finally a villain. Yeah. That'd be my guess. I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, what, what else did you like, or is there any couple things that you didn't like? No, let's get into characters, because this is the part. Like The, the part I like most is char- the character development of everybody in the show. Minus All one. Right. Do you want to start with Daredevil, or do we already say enough about it? Oh, we kind of already talked about it. Just yeah. the, the playing with um, the themes that, like Miller's themes of you know the like the the Catholic upbringing and the guilt and you know all of this stuff that that kind of go into what makes Daredevil tick. I thought was on full display here, which was brilliant, um, yeah. and probably the most flushed out Marvel character, maybe in in the movies or TV shows. I think so, and that's and. You know, maybe that should be the case because you think about him. He has had more episodes than anybody else. Like, he, there's more time on screen for Daredevil than any other character, I would assume, right? Because even in the movies, even the guys that are in multiple movies, you're talking about two hours. Yeah. So he has had three 13 hour episodes. So, yeah. 
he is <laughs> yeah, he's extremely fleshed out. Like he is as three dimensional a character as you're gonna find. And they went and like I said, it's been you said it's been uh, started. It's been you know twenty six episodes and at the start of season three, and they just go deeper and deeper and deeper into this character, yeah. which I yeah. thought was pretty pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm like they they just keep finding a way, and it was funny because I I even had high hopes just because I've liked Daredevil, and like one of the few headlines I read was, "Oh, it's the best season." I'm like, "Yeah, we'll see about that." Like that, those seasons <laughs> were pretty good. Like let's see how it goes. And then I'm like, "Fuck, this might be the best." Yeah. Might be the best season. And it's because it's a good mixture because like Bullseye and Kingpin are two of, if not the two best Daredevil villains. Yes. So you put both of them in there together. As much as I like the Punisher and Elektra and then season one with mostly Kingpin, like those were great. But this one, that next level. Plus, I like Ma- I like the character of Maggie so much and like the whole idea of like his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom knew that. You know, helped raise her son essentially, but he just never knew that it was her. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, as for Dex, very well done. Like for an intro, like he would be a rookie of the year for this season, getting Absolutely. introduced here. I like him as I like the actor too. I don't know what the hell his name is. Um, I have it pulled up here somewhere. Some but British he's, kid. Yeah, what the hell is his name? Oh, Wilson Bethel. Yeah, uh, whatever the hell. But whatever. he was he was you know good. Him now we'll know him now. I think he auditioned for, I don't know if it was Captain America back in the day, or there was like one of these like characters recently. I think he was like in the mix for, but he was good. He was, he was, he was really good. And I want to see more of him. Yeah. More of him all the time. And I think, you know, having him be like Wilson Fisk's bodyguard. Yeah. Is a, is an awesome little, little twist there. I also thought, yeah, again, Wilson Fisk was good. And some of the stuff that they did, you know, him talking to Daredevil, like when Daredevil's kind of like hallucinating a little bit, like yep. some of those scenes were pretty good. Because he's in him, his head. He's got real him, estate there. He's in his head. He's in Bullseye's head too. And so you really, like to your point earlier, like you got to see what he's capable of. Like, And it's not he, like, he bought, like this. First of all, this is a bad look for the FBI. This whole show oh, yeah. is a terrible oh, yeah. look for Like he just, he, he owned the entire FBI. Well, it's that, you know, and maybe, you know, not to get we don't like to get political and hashtag dork, but the idea that no. the super wealthy can kind of play by their own rules and yeah. like the downtrodden and the, and the poor people like play by a different set of rules. So like, you know, in he gets a guy we're into spoilers now. So he gets a guy to stab him in prison. So he gets to get moved out and, you know, he's going to cooperate and he somehow right. finagles it to like be in this penthouse with like and eventually he gets all his stuff back. And the whole thing is like he's just taking take taking New York over again. Right. But just like the FBI is like his gang, which yeah. is, which is blow. It blew my mind. Like that they, and it got a little frustrating at times. Cause you're like, why is the FBI this stupid? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And, and yeah. we'll get into, so I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit. And like, yeah. that yeah, yeah. was the, the best part of the character of Ray Nadim was that he was so desperate for a win and because he was struggling and, you know, he's struggling to his, his sister-in-law was sick. And well, you know, it's crazy. It was like how far out Kingpin planned all that. Yeah. And like he he basically like pegged this guy, like earmarked this guy. Right. To, and he broke him, which was which was awesome because the guy was so desperate for a win that he was willing to do anything to like make this, you know, career making case. And at the end, you know, Wilson Fisk just like fucked him. 
And I believe is, yeah. he's one of the few guys that was a TV original. Like, I don't think he's in the comics. Whereas, like, every other character so. I don't remember I seeing I don't think – I don't – I never remember him if he was. But it was great. It was great. One um, – the, the character was pretty good. I remember, the, like, was it the cop in uh, The Punisher, like, wasn't very good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The detective there or whatever. Um, right. Who? Yeah. Who? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, but Raina Dean was believable. Uh, he was a family he was guy. Good. So yeah, was like, he was pretty. He was good. His wife was good. Like he, he mm-hmm. bothered you at some times, but he was supposed to. Like when he thought Karen was full of shit and stuff. You're like, all right, that's, yeah. you know, that's the character. But but again, a guy just like so desperate that he was willing. And, oh uh, yeah, it's like that line from uh, The Dark Knight. You know, you put your they put their faith in someone they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. They didn't fully understand. Yeah. So I, I thought I thought that was a great character. Going back to Kingpin for a minute, do you think that Vanessa even likes him? Um, I think they're, it's like a partnership now. You know what I mean? I think it's she weird likes though. Cause he's like obsessed with her and like yeah. everything he does is for her. And like, he just wants to protect her. So then he gets her back. He's doing whatever she can. And I understand that she's like, all right, like, I don't want to be like told like what's going on or like, I don't want to just like have a list of things. I want to be like a co kingpin, yeah. I guess. So, I but even then, like, I don't know, like the, I don't know if she's like attracted to him or likes it. She doesn't seem, and I don't know if it's like an acting choice or it just comes across as like, she has no interest in him. I think again, it, it started as him kind of one sided, but I think now they see it as like a partnership, Yeah, you know, which I think she's kind of into. Which I don't think he is. No, like when she, when, when like, I think he was happy that she was happy for a moment, but then as soon as she was like, Oh, like you need to kill. Like, how much does Officer Nadim know? Like, all right, you need or yeah. Detective Nadim. Like, you are right, you need to kill him. And then he's like, all right, like it's kind of my choice, not yours. You know. Yeah. And what you, uh, what you, yeah. But the second he brought her into that room, you knew yeah. that like it was. It's this is different now. You know, game changer. How about yeah. that scene where he's in the car with the guy sitting next to him in the back seat? He's like, give me your jacket. The guy takes his jacket off. He wraps it around his head and then just beats him to death. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Well, that's, I mean, that's the great part of this character is that he's like this massive figure. But he's also, so strong. Like he has superhuman strength. Yeah. But it's also like, and you remember the scene in the first Daredevil where he crushed the guy's head with a, like a car door? Like, yeah, that was horrifying. Um, yeah. So he, there's like those two sides of it where like. He's very, he can, I mean, he is very violent. And it's like, like they're showing it in the, uh, in the jail too. But like he. He's not a mutant or anything, but like he, he's like one of the strongest dudes there is. Like yeah. he's as strong as a human can be. Yeah, and it's it, and it plays to both those strengths, you know. So like I can kill you with my bare hands, or I can yeah. just break you mentally, you know. Yeah. Oh, something else that I just thought of. So that going back to uh, Dex for a second. So there's the one scene at the end where he has like his girlfriend, or not his girlfriend, but the girl that he probably that he wanted to like have okay. her be like his new shrink who's dead. He has her in the front seat. And she's dead, and he's oh, driving that was so in. Creepy. That was messed up, but that was like a good like this guy's nuts scene. So he's wearing the daredevil outfit, and he drives up, and he sees a guy in the FBI, and he like rolls his window down. He's like, you know, basically like let me through. And the guy looks at him for two seconds, and he goes, Dex. And at, <laughs> at that point, I was like, ah, you can't do that because you've had daredevil talk to like foggy and Karen in the earth, like the first season yeah. and they didn't know it was him. And Matt Murdoch's outfit now is pretty bullshit. Like he has a little, like he has a scarf over his head that goes to like his nose, but you can see his whole mouth is like right. his, his jaw, his uh, neck, his chin. Like, if he's talking to you, you would definitely know it was him. And it's yes. like, unless you want to just be in the world where art, that doesn't exist. But then they just fucking did the wrong, the other thing with Bullseye. 
How does he see out of those eye holes? That's a good question. And he, he seems, I mean, I, I, maybe they're just tinted and it doesn't <laughs> maybe matter. Tinted. Maybe they're just like, maybe they're sunglasses. just tinted. That's yeah. all I can. That's all I could think of. Uh, as for Maggie, like we talked, I thought she was just a great actress and I thought she was really good because she was definitely, she's like, she's a nun, but she obviously had like a little bit of like, it was very believable that she was somebody that left for like a little bit and then yeah. came back. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't a hundred percent in. And yeah. And you could tell just the way she talked to Matt knowing that it's her son, but also the way she talked to other people, like she wasn't, she was real. Like it was a yeah. real character. Um, and having the younger actress play younger Maggie, like I've seen people go through like the postpartum depression and stuff. And it's just, Oof. Yeah. It's horrifying. It's heavy, heavy stuff. And it's they handled tough. it. Yeah. It was respectful and it was, it's real. Like it's, the, right. that stuff happens. And what a nice little like nod to, you know, uh, and I think a lot of it was, you know, dealing with like mental health, like this whole yeah. issue. And, you know, the people who were successful and the people who had support and the people who weren't were, you know, didn't have any. Um, right. And that's a big, by the way, that's a big Movember plug, by the way. Um, there you talk, go. Men talking about mental health and, and all those things. Um, good stuff. It's circular. It's, it's up, circular. down, and around. You pay the quarter, you get on the ride, you go up, down, and around. Um, And it was an important choice, I think, and and very well done. Um, Yeah, I thought so. I thought so, for sure. That character, for sure. Here's one of my hang-ups. Now, I mean, I guess I still gave it a six, but the uh, episode 10 was essentially like the Karen Page episode. Yeah. And so it ultimately... Ended like it wasn't just Karen Page. Like uh, Daredevil and Bullseye have the fight in the church, which is obviously in the comics, and it's it was even actually in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Which super warm take here, Ryan? Not yeah. that bad of a movie. Uh, There's bad stuff in it. Don't get me wrong, but if you're talking early two thousands comic book movie, I didn't hate it. But that's not what we're here for. Warmer, that's not what we're here for. A warmer take. Yeah, Affleck wasn't the problem in that movie. Jennifer Garner was. Ooh, not bad, not bad. Colin Farrell was it wasn't. Yeah, they ben didn't Affleck. need to. He didn't need to carve a bullseye into his head. No, but anyway, I digress. Anyway. So they have that crazy scene and all the stuff at the at the thing, and even in one of the comics, Karen dies in the church. So they give you like that little fake out. Like that's why when when the other priest jumps in front and she's yes. just like she does like the eyes, like you think it's her. So that was like sort of a call to a to comics. Um, but most of that episode was a flashback to Karen. And because I had asked this question back even during season one or two when we were talking about this, I was like, all right, yeah, they, Frank Miller had Karen Page like as a heroin addict yes. and she gave away Daredevil's identity just to get like one more hit. Like she was, high. yeah. Cause she even made a comment like at one point, she's like, oh, I was doing like BJ's for heroin or whatever. And you're like, so she, but she wasn't in the show, but like she was just kind of, I think that's sort of a nod to like, all right, we know this happened in the comics, but what I don't like about it is that wasn't how, like they used Karen in that one scene to like confirm that Matt was Daredevil, but yes. she's like so clean now. Like she's, she's nowhere near what she was then. So it was almost, it was kind of weird to me that they kind of like forced in like this drug habit back in the day angle. Yeah, and the thing was, they did it enough when, remember the guy who stabbed Fisk in prison, like, she was going to, like, help him, or they went and found him, Mm -hmm. and, like, she, like, did drugs, like, to get into that, like, she bought drugs to, like, get into that house, like, that would have been enough. Um, right. And I think you, you could have done like a little bit of a flashback, but it didn't need to be, it's, it, it stopped the momentum of the show. 
Um, and it didn't need to be a whole episode. I was going to say, it wasn't as bad as the 11 is on the run Stranger Things 2 episode, no. which really just derailed everything. And at least they circled back. So it wasn't like a full, it wasn't a full 55 minutes of that. But it, it was, was, a, a, it was yeah, a lot, though. And it's funny, like, um, you know, like, why, why didn't she leave? Like, why didn't she get out of the city? And like, she really had nowhere to go. Like, I mean, that's that's another like layer to that character, which is which is great. But again, I don't think you needed the whole episode. Yeah, you needed the whole. Right. Exactly. Because she called her dad and dad's like, oh, now's not a good time. And then you realize yeah. why you know, like everything what happened with her brother and like what she said to her dad and all that stuff. So yes. I was like, oh, it was fine. So like they're not going to go to that angle. Like the hair, like yeah. like while she's while she's with or like while she knows Foggy and Daredevil, she's not going to become a drug addict. At least I don't think so. Oh, maybe who knows? But like, not my favorite episode, but definitely not the worst part of the show. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Now, Foggy, that's the worst part of the show. He sucks, man. But he's but he, like he's sucked all all every season he's been in. But he's just such like a dope. You know what I mean? Like I. All right, let I me ask understand. you. Let me ask you an honest question. Yeah. How in the wide, wide world of sports is Foggy with that girl, Marcy? No idea. And that's just it. Like, it's his character. Like, all these characters are believable except for Foggy. Like, right. And what's he is just a shell of himself. Remember, he's he was Fulton Reed. He's one of the Bash Brothers. He's one of the Bash Brothers. He was a cool dude. Yeah. He was now he's just like a, he's like a hump of a guy. And just like a little... Uh, and as as a little turd, I can say this because, like, speaking of speaking of as one of our own, but he's just like a human chode. He this is. Guy. He's a bit of a, a bit of a chode. And I thought I'll tell you like what, a terrible Marcy, actor. Not enough people people are talking about Marcy. She is she's like fire poker hot, like hot to see, trot. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Anyway, and, and uh, the whole thing with like Foggy's family, like he has to, he's like this ultra successful lawyer, but like none of them are happy for him. They want him to come like run the meat store. Like, yeah, they're like you got to sell these, these sausages and uh, oh no, wait, I'm running for district attorney like poorly as like a write in candidate. Yeah. Like that's, come on, man. That, that, yeah. that whole thing was useless. Not good. I, I have three other quick little like Easter egg type things. You mentioned, they yeah. mentioned Jessica Jones. So at the end, when they're like, oh, we're, we're, they're, they're back together, it's going to be uh, Nelson and Murdoch. No, Nelson, Murdoch, and Paige. Mm-hmm. And so she, Karen's like, well, I'm not a lawyer. And they're like, well, you're a great private investigator. And then Matt says, you're way more stable than Jessica Jones. So that's yeah. like the one reference to her. Um, also, when Kingpin was like meeting up with a lot of the other like mob bosses, uh, Rosalie Carbone is in there, who was in yes. the last season of was it Luke Cage? Luke Cage. Was Luke Cage. She's in Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So they're kind of expanding that a little bit. So I liked her showing up for an episode. That was good. And she had now some the, lines. You know, she did. She was, she, yeah, yeah. No, she did. She was good. Now the ending scene, Ryan. The very end is so actually pretty cool scene when you have like the the we didn't even talk about like the uh, like the the triple threat match where oh, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the Kingpin's penthouse with Kingpin bullseye and daredevil and Kingpin picks up the uh, bullseye just smashes his back on like the corner of like a brick wall. Like it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. So he goes down. So the, the last scene that you see is his whole spine is just like cut open and you have two or three doctors doing work on him. One of the doctors is Dr. Oyama who also in the comics is Lord Darkwind. Oh. And that opens up Wolverine and Adamantium. I don't think they can say Adamantium. I think, they again, can't. that's a fuck. They can't say that. 
But this could open up X. This could open up X Men, Ryan. Doctor Oyama. You know what's funny is like I wondered why because there was a when they were the two doctors were talking to each other, they were mentioning like how risky the surgery was, Mm -hmm. and Oyama says to him, he says he says to the other doctor, he goes, he's part of this program voluntarily, or something like that, and I'm like, that's weird. Yes, but I didn't connect those dots. So thank you for doing that. You're welcome. So they zoom in. So you get something here on hashtag dark. Mm-hmm. So they zoom in and like, you know, his eye opens up and it's got like, you know, like the bullseye or whatever on it. But really the more interesting thing is, can this open up X-Men or maybe just Dr. Oyama? If there's a Daredevil season four, maybe he becomes a villain. Also, if this works, which I assume it will, like bullseye will be even more indestructible now. Like he won't be able to feel pain. Yeah. So pretty, pretty interesting stuff. If you don't yeah. mind me saying he can feel that uh, emotional pain, though. I, yeah, oh, boy. They can get in his head. They can crawl around there, set up shop. They set up a campfire. <laughs> It'll be in there. Uh, Ryan, do you want to see a season four? Hell yeah. Of course. Of course. If so, do you want to see anybody new? Because I feel like Kingpin and Bullseye would be shoe-ins, even if it's limited roles for either one. Like, who knows what's going on with Kingpin now? Like, he could be in prison again. But Kingpin, Bullseye... Maybe Dr. Oyama, maybe Gladiator. Is there anybody else that you'd want to open it up to? Bring Electra back. Yeah. Bring her, dust her off, bring mm-hmm. her back. No more. Oh, St- Stick was another guy who was a big character in the first yeah. couple of seasons. He's obviously gone. He's but I was also, saying, that was another guy I forgot to mention. Pick of the pod. I mean, uh, the, the answer would be Spider Man. If you could just get I mean, yeah. Spider Man. I mean, obviously, somehow. We, want, we want some Daredevil Spider Man crossover. Even sure. Electro would be good, but aren't are they doing Electro or no? Uh, do they own Electro? They might not. Well, Electro. Well, you're gonna bring Jamie Fox to do Electro? No, no that that Electro is dead. Bring a <laughs> new Electro. <laughs> yeah. Or is he just pure energy now? I'm just trying to think some of the uh, like Daredevil comics that I've read. Some of the guys they've used. Actually, they used uh, Nuke. Remember, he was in uh, Jessica yep. Jones. Remember, they used him before. Yep. Uh, didn't he do some? St- uh, some stuff with uh, Wolverine. Did Daredevil and Wolverine do some stuff? Probably. Yeah. I think they Daredevil, um, Punisher, they already did. Um, really, anybody in New York. Anyone in New York. Fantastic yeah. Four. You know, but Spider Man's the need. one. Spider Man's the one. Fantastic Four would be sweet. Give them a Netflix series just to get the popularity back up again. Yeah. But that's it, man, for, uh, for Daredevil Season 3. You got anything else? No, watch it. It's good shit. Uh, I can talk it. about the character, the character development, and all that stuff at, at length. But we'll uh, let you just watch it, and you can uh, tweet at us if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts. You know, you know where to find us. Yes, at Dork Podcast and Dork Podcast at Gmail Really, on any of the Netflix Marvel shows uh, that you guys have watched, but particularly the Daredevil ones, let us know. Obviously, I'm sure we've missed plenty of stuff as well. So hit us up with things that maybe we missed in there. Uh, let's get on to the pick of the pod. 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 All right, Ryan, kick, receive, defer, or you can defend a goal. Uh, I will receive this week. Okay. I do a lot of deferring and a lot of kicking, a lot of punting to you. So I'm going sure. to receive this week. Uh, on sure Amazon Prime Video, um, if you're a fan of True Detective and Nick Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto, uh, anyway, mm. the guy who created True Detective. Um, Pizzafreets. He is a author, um, and he wrote a book called Galveston. And there is a movie starring Ben Foster and Elle Fanning, 
um, mm. of uh, that's a which if you're into like that guy's style of writing, um, it's it's pretty good. It's, it was a good book. Um, ben Foster is incredible in like everything. So was Ben Foster Archangel in yes. Last no, he was, Man Last he was Stand? Angel. He was Angel, but he was also <laughs> if you saw him in. Uh, um, what's the shit? What's that Punisher movie? Punisher Wasn't he in the Wasn't he in the Thomas Jane Punisher movie? He was, but he was also in what was the movie? Something Dog. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Dog. The one with Something. Justin Timberlake. Oh, Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. So he's in Alpha Dog, which was great. Um, he three ten to Yuma. He was awesome. Oh, um, right, 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 right. Let's right, see. Right, right. He was yeah. He wasn't that in uh, the Punisher. But he he plays great crazy. Uh, he was in a movie called Leave No Trace, which I just saw, which the boxers just reviewed. I liked it more than they did. Um, they he ripped was also in, in the, the Punisher movie he was in. He had all those piercings, and the guy ripped yeah. them all out. Remember, and like he wouldn't say where Punisher was. Which oh, remember like, him oh, in uh, Thirty Days of Night, where he played like the, oh the, yeah, dude. Thirty Days of Night's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. And what a great way, premise! That, it feels like fucking Thirty my, uh, Days of Night here, by the way. Since since Daylight seriously? Savings, what the hell's going on? I looked at my wife. I was like, what is it? Fucking midnight? And it was like 6.02. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, your pick of the pod. Ryan, I, uh, you might not believe me, but I loved, did not like, I loved the Adam Sandler Netflix special. Come on. Loved it. Come loved on. It. I was in tears at one point laughing. I had such a great time with it. I had so much fun. So it's just... It's shot really well, like whether you think it's funny or not, you can't deny that it's shot really well because he must have done this act in like a million places. And it's one of those specials where, oh, it's a shot together with like different. Yeah. So he's like in like a different spot. He keeps bouncing around. So he'll tell a few jokes. Then he plays a few songs, like a lot of short songs. Like, yeah. So if you like his CDs, which I was like obsessed with in his tapes, but you know, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. He also at the end has, he does a song about Chris Farley. Which is which is really good too. Just talking and about like how he funny misses his or friend. like nice, um, more nice than funny, but like some good lines in there too. Yeah. Um, uh, but some really good. It's like honestly, it's legit funny, and it's it's not like crazy dirty, but it's not PG thirteen at all either. You know, okay. so like it's yeah. it's good. Adam Sandler. Um, uh, last bit I'll leave you with too, and I, I'll get crushed because I just popped into my head more Ben Foster stuff. Oh, good. Uh, just married to Laura Prepon of that that seventy show. How a small Donna. world, huh? And she's probably I got she's got to be like a foot taller than him, right? She's very tall. She was good in Slackers. Yeah, she was. We always going to make a Slackers reference now from his slackers, point yeah. out. Cool. Yeah. And I would say before anyone says anything, Ben Foster's best movie by far is Hell or High Water. There's ooh, I've not I've not seen that movie yet. See Hell or High Water. It's awesome. Do you oh, like you know no what country, movie? Do you know Country for Do you watch No Country for Old Men? I did like that, yeah. It's better than that. Dude, you know what movie I... Oh, it's better than that? I think so. Oh, wow. It's like, it's right. like that, but better. You know what movie I just saw recently, and I guess this fits pick of the pod. I, I could have saved it for next week, but I want to tell you now. I, it somehow slipped through the cracks. Like It was one where as soon as I saw the previews, I'm like, oh, I want to see that. But it's yeah. been out for like two or three years now. It's actually on Netflix, and I never saw it until recently. Ex Machina. Oh, awesome movie. Oh, my God, is it awesome. I'm awesome like, I don't know movie. why I didn't. Like, it literally it was one of those ones where just for a number of reasons, it just I didn't see it. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I just I didn't. And finally sat down and watched it. I was like, I'll start it, see how it is. It just loved it. Loved it. Loved just sucks it. you in. Just sucks you in from the beginning. How And, like, to have, like, basically three characters, that's it, 
it's almost like 10 Cloverfield Lane where it's like, these are the three people that you're going to talk to the whole movie. And it's just going to, it's going to be quick paced and it's just going to be great story and just kind of a nice twist. Like just awesome. Awesome. And fun stuff. stuff. I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane again and it's better the second time you see it. Oh, I got to do that. I, I haven't watched it. I don't, I don't think in a long, and maybe since the theater, like it's been Mary a while since I've seen it. Elizabeth Winstead. <sighs> Boom, bam. There you go. I, There's a reason I don't to watch that movie. You're not going to get a better actress going. I can't find one. She's so good. All right, Ryan, that's going to do it. Next week, what do you say? Haunt The Haunting of Hill House? Let's do it. Let's do Hill House. Right. Hill, we're going to do a Hill House, so check that out. It's only 10 episodes, also a Netflix show, so check out Hill House. Would have fit nicely in Dorktober, but I was not done in time. And uh, there's, a lot to, there's a lot to unpack with Hill House. There is. So give that a watch, and we will talk about it next week. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dork Podcast. Our YouTube channel is just youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And Davey, be twitching. Be twitching at Arvon D on any social media. Uh, check out Movember.com. Check out my most space on there. Please consider donating to this very worthy cause. And on Instagram, I just found out, I've been saying this, uh, Arvon D on all social medias. I'm actually Arvon D 603 on Instagram. Oh, there's the problem. There's, there's the, the hang up. There, there it is. Goes. Yep. All right. All right, and actually, Dork Podcast has an Instagram. We've never really used it, but it's yeah. I'm supposed to be running it, but I don't leave my house, so it's kind of mm-hmm. difficult to do. Dork you should just take stuff. pictures of like your shoes and stuff, and just be like, hey, I should, or like your computer setup. Actually, people probably want to see your setup. People want to do see my, my rig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Another perfect episode. We did it. Hashtag it's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Shut up.